0: Gridiron Grinder! Hut, hut, hike! Alright, we're rolling. It's Thursday night, Gridiron Grinder time. I'm Ryan, with me as always is my buddy James. Just a couple of dudes hanging out, talking about what's going on in the NFL each week. Uh, This is episode 116 of Gridiron Grinder. And so for tonight, we're going to kick things off with Name That Stadium like we always do. After that, we'll hit the news from this past week. Uh, then we'll jump into our Week 6 Power Rankings and Game Picks. Uh, and last but not least, we'll close things off with Question of the Week. And so, uh, with all that being said, how's it going tonight, James? It's going good. How's it going with you? Oh, it's going good, man. I uh, shifted around my setup here, uh, making the best of it, because it's Thursday night. we got Washington and Chicago playing as we speak. Uh, so I'm trying to do a little bit of cheating here and watch the game while we're talking. I'm expecting you're doing the same here, huh?
1: Yeah, I didn't have to change my setup at all, though.
0: So just have <laughs> it kind of going over here. Yeah, you just got the second screen going right there, so you're in good shape already. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so for anybody who's watching, uh, just a couple housekeeping items. Obviously, tonight you're going to see us kind of looking around a little bit because, you know, we got to watch the game while we do this shit. But uh, also, uh, these are long episodes, so if you're new to the show... And there's a particular section you want to jump to, just check the comment or I mean the description of the uh, the show. We've got everything bookmarked so it's easy easy to navigate. Uh, and then yeah, I mean hey, we're we're talking all things NFL pretty much every week. We're doing our power rankings and game picks. Uh, in the off season, we do a lot of different topics from uh, the draft to free agency to team outlooks, whatever fantasy football. Uh, and so if that's your cup of tea. Go ahead, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And so, uh, yeah, James, let's get it moving on here, man. Let's jump over and do name that stadium. Why don't you take the ball and run with it, my friend?
1: All right. So this this section is where I kind of like to, like to travel around, go to various games uh, or go to various stadiums during the season. It's generally a game a game that's hosting an NFL game that weekend, um, and then somebody. Somebody thinks they know where the stadium is. Be the first to post. We'll give a little shout out to you. Even if you don't know, just feel free to post a comment. Comment with what you think or anything. But we'll give a special shout out if you for the first person that names the stadium.
0: And so, uh, yeah, where were you at last
1: week? And any kind of inspiration, and whatnot? So last week I was went international. I was like, at the beginning of the show, I was like, motherfucker, stop stop throwing that hint out there. Stop throwing that hint out there. <laughs> uh, God damn it, stop throwing it. I, I was at um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Okay. Which, which is actually, I found an article today about it. You know, because you had the, what was it, last week was the Packers and the Giants yep. there. But apparently, the Hotspur Stadium. When they built it, they built it specifically in mind to host NFL games and had had special locker rooms for NFL players and um, pre-built in and like the, the NFL media stuff pre-built in. So, and then with, as part of it, they were guaranteed getting at least two games a year for like 10 years or something. Okay.
0: And so, you know, do you know how old that stadium is? Is it fairly new or what?
1: Yeah, it. I, I'll look really quick, but I want to say it was built, like, the year before, like, two years ago, three years ago?
0: Okay, gotcha. Yeah, no, that that makes sense, because I just, um, you know, I remember growing up, there was that, uh, like, very brief European football league. And uh, I was just wondering if this was, like, maybe at the, the back end of that, where they thought that could like kind of parlay into some NFL action or something. But obviously that, that European league fizzled out. It was, uh, it was cool. They tried it, but you know, they're, they're way bigger in the soccer over there. And, you know, I think, I think the way that we're doing the couple games a year, it's keeping them excited, keeping them interested. And, you know, it's been
1: planting that seed, which has been good. Yeah. So it was, um, it officially opened, um, September of 2018. Okay. Um, and then it held. I don't. I don't know when when did it held its first first NFL game was October the following year. Gotcha. So yeah, I was right. It was a year before before it opened. And it's like. It has separate facilities for soccer and NFL players, um, various various things. Um, it it caters to the different requirements for NFL media. It's just I just thought, found it fascinating that they built it with the NFL in in mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, because yeah, there there's not a team playing there every week it's uh very limited use and so I, I hear what you're saying uh well that's cool man no it's, it's good stuff and uh, i'm glad you went international and you know sorry i was maybe letting the cat out of the bag a little bit but you know i had to ask because the games were starting to happen so um all right well let's move it on over and let's do our recap of the past week uh i don't have a ton of stuff to get into tonight james but you know, whatever, whatever you want to add in or whatever, obviously feel free. I thought we'd start off like we've been uh, and do like our surprises from the games of this past week, uh, which I think, you know, probably in my mind, there were two games in particular uh, that were bigger surprises. And I, I think the first one was the Giants knocking off the Packers. Uh, man, I don't know how to how to even describe it other than that entire second half up until that final drive. It just looked like Green Bay was asleep at the wheel, and mm-hmm. you just can't play that way in the NFL, man. You know, even if you're you're on paper stronger than your opponent, it's the NFL, man. That shit will come back to bite you in the ass, and it did last week. I think really nice for the Giants to capitalize on that. Uh, the other big surprise that I had, James, was. Uh, You know, and and whether you could say it's a surprise or not, but to me it was a surprise, was uh, the Lions getting shut out by the Patriots. Uh, I mean, that game was just embarrassing. And, you know, with how strong they had played uh, every week up to that point, uh, it was just, like, really about as bad as it could have gotten for them. And so, you know, and then I, I would say on the more positive side, Uh, Maybe not a surprise, but one that I was happy about was Dallas getting another win. Cooper Rush now 5-0 in his career as a starter. Uh, And, man, that Dallas defense just smothered the Rams' offense. And the Rams are going to keep having this problem this year. Anytime they play a decent defense, it just – this is not like a normal McVay offense, man. They have no offensive line to protect Stafford. And run those kind of plays uh, that McVeigh mm-hmm. is creative at drawing up. And so, uh, what would you think, man?
1: Yeah, I, I think you hit hit the hit hit it on the head with what with the surprise, surprise games were. Like, I mean, my, yeah, I kind of overridden my model because I couldn't couldn't fucking see the Lions losing to New England, but yeah, oh. yeah to it's a just, fucking third string quarterback, man. Yeah, Bailey Zappi. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, um, that son of a bitch! He didn't even have that good of a game. They just destroyed us in every other way.
1: Mm-hmm. I I have no words, and I'm just going to get angry and start dropping F bombs and left and right. If if we continue to talk about that game, um, I didn't see much of the Giants Packers game. I, you know, being on the on the West West Coast, it's kind of kind of early to get up for the game, and then I ended up. Ended up sleeping in a little bit, so I, I like turned it on like right as the packers were um, forced to that safety, like right like what was twelve seconds left in the game or something like that. and so i I couldn't comment much on it. I was surprised in the final outcome, but I don't know what's wrong with the packers. I said like they have no sense of urgency. That's oh, so
0: definitely would, not. No. and, and, and it like, was both sides of the
1: ball man mm-hmm. and this isn't the first time that that's popped up with them yep so i i don't know i don't know what to say yeah and and then apparently rodgers is dealing with some sort of injury or something now it's like man you're just being a, never mind, I'm not going to finish that um <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, let's, let's just talk, just kind of continuing the way we've done these the last few weeks of some of the bigger injuries that came out of this past week. Uh, Tua didn't play. Uh, looks like he's going to be ruled out again this week, so it's kind of like a carryover injury. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, they're saying, looks like he may get cleared, uh, but even if he does, he's going to back up Skylar Thompson and be the, uh, the number two quarterback going into this game this weekend. Uh, I did see Damian Harris uh, had a hamstring injury for the Patriots. Looks like he's going to be out for a couple weeks. I think they'll be okay. They still got Ramondre Stevenson and a, a fairly mm-hmm. strong offensive line. Um, and those were really the big ones I picked up. I'm sure there were probably some other ones that maybe I'm missing, but uh, that was just kind of like the quick pickups I got there on the injury front. I know there's there's always a lot, but it's – um yeah.
1: Let me see. There, there was a – no, never mind. That was college. I was thinking there was a quarterback that, like, hurt his shoulder and was up for the season, but that was a college quarterback. Gotcha. Just for uh, Kansas, uh, like, JT Daniel or something like that. Okay. Uh, Wilson, Wilson apparently is dealing with a shoulder injury, but it's nothing too serious. Yeah, he's going to get but, some shots or whatever
0: already did. They're expecting him to be ready for Monday Night Football, I heard.
1: Yeah, they're expecting to be ready. And actually, I'm just seeing this article that or uh, not reset, uh, that, 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 that back up in uh, Miami. Bridgewater, Bridgewater is out. Yeah, uh, is out for is he's out for Sunday, so it is going to be Scattered bombs, So that's official.
0: So now, did they rule out Teddy B, or they they just saying he'll be the number two? Because Rookie the last I heard is the last I heard is he might get cleared, but he'd be the backup either
1: way. Uh I'm not seeing any mention of Okay. So he hasn't even cleared concussion protocol yet? Yeah. And he may, but but it looks like they're probably gonna have to elevate their practice squad QB uh what was, his, what was his name. It some guy I never heard of. Yeah, I don't even know who it is. Reed Sinnott. Okay. Whoever the fuck that is. Apparently he's apparently he's in the second season. Um he went to... S- San Diego. Okay. I've never heard of this guy. But let me yeah, Okay, him can, up because you can look, do what, some digging. Yeah. With what's what's been happening with uh, with Miami, I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to get some playing time. Yeah, and so while
0: you're looking at that, you know, James, I'll just kind of hit the other pieces of the news that I picked up from this past week. Uh, And this first one, you know, we got Washington playing right now, but one of their defensive backs, uh, William Jackson III, he's expressed interest in being traded, uh, and it looks like the team is entertaining some trade talks. And so he's a guy to keep an eye on. Uh, I think there's a couple weeks yet before the trade deadline, uh, but this past week a lot of the rumor mill type stuff started stirring up for that. Uh, And then also, you know, looking back at these games, there were, in my opinion, two really bad calls on roughing the passer. Uh, you had Grady Jarrett got called for taking down Tom Brady. Uh, Brady kind of like downplayed it, like it was like a long unwelcome hug or whatever, but you know, part of football. Uh, and then the other one was Chris Jones getting a sack on Derek Carr, which was a strip sack. Uh, and you know, the 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 Chris Jones one ended up not really being a factor in the end because Kansas City still got the win. Uh, The Grady Jarrett one, that one bothered me a little bit because it could have shifted the momentum for Atlanta, and that game was close enough that it maybe could have impacted the outcome. And so, you know, I don't know how they go about changing this stuff, but, man, you know, if you can't touch the quarterback, like, at all basically – we're just not even really playing football anymore, man. It's just—I uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what to say.
1: Well, well we joked over. Uh, was it Monday night or Tuesday? Yeah, it was Tuesday after I finally, because I—I missed the missed the uh, um, Chandler Jones call in that game, and then I—I I, but I saw it in replay, and we talked, and it was like. Yeah, I mean, they they'd call rough in the past there even if they are playing flag football and you just grabbed the flag. I mean, yeah. shit. shit. I did hear, though, that Brady said something along the lines of, um, also had said something along the lines of, hey, look, players mis- make mistakes, Rock make, mis- make mistakes. It's part of the game.
0: That, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's a people business. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, we're all and humans, then,
0: so, yeah.
1: And it, But Von Miller... To, to the I think it was the Chandler Jones one said, "What the fuck is he supposed to do there?" Oh yeah, really? I was I mean, like, there's nothing. You're just he, not going to make the play. Yeah. Yeah, you. I mean, you have to tackle the quarterback. Okay, what what what's what's going to happen is you're going to be bringing him down, and you're not going to take him all the way to the ground. He's not going to his knees not going to touch, and then he's going to roll out and throw a touchdown pass. and then then everyone's going to be pissed at you because you didn't tackle the quarterback when you had a chance. Yep. Yep. So, so James,
0: you know, this one, I don't, I don't have a ton of information on. I've just heard some of the highlights, but uh, you know, what is, what is all this stuff going on with Devonte Adams? Have you heard about all this? I, I originally heard something about, he shoved an official uh, and then I heard it was, it was a cameraman or something and that the guy filed uh Uh, with the local police department, like assault charges against him or something. And it's like, uh, and so I'm like, I don't know. Did he, did he shove an official and a cameraman or was it just a cameraman or, you know, what, what is going on there, man? Have you heard about that?
1: So what I've seen um, is, is so when
0: he was walking off the field. He was obviously pissed because they lost. They went for two. It didn't
1: work he uh he shoved a credentialed media worker okay and he has officially been charged with assault
0: yeah and, and I think it's uh, uh if, if convicted it's a misdemeanor from what I did read Um, whew, man oh six wow, months do, you see, and a f- do you see that pick just happened on the game here
1: <laughs> no, I was reading about the Devontae so, Adams sorry, thing. Sorry,
0: man, sorry. Uh, uh,
1: I, have, I have the right damn
0: yeah. under. Fields but, threw one, hit it off of one of the linemen's head, bounced up like 10 feet in the air, and a defensive lineman picked it off. And, then, and They were like inside the five, too, so that, that's a tough turnover.
1: Oh, shit. I, my feet's behind a little bit. It, the play just <laughs> happened
0: on... <laughs> well then, I I, I got to keep quiet. Now I know I'm ahead of you. See, I think the, one of the last times we were doing this, you were ahead of me.
1: All right, there we go. I so so something happened where I was I was doing something else and my feet got behind. I so I got to see it, but that that's that was crazy play because I, I look over and I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Chicago has the ball. Yeah. You know yeah nope. And then nope. and then literally right after that the the play happened. But anyways, so. Apparently, he, he was angry, and he should be. Yeah, he bobbled that ball along the sidelines, which caused it caused to it be incomplete. And then on the fourth and one, which sealed the game, first of all, I shouldn't have fucking been passing there, but he ran into Renfro and caused, which, because there's, I don't know, some cross up in the route, or one of them was delayed, so as they were running the other, but if the pa- pass that probably would have been completed. Um, felt incomplete, yeah. so he he was upset. And on the way out, he apparently pushed the cameraman, and the yeah, cameraman I, I, not only filed 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 the police report for it, and he's been he's been officially charged, and he's doing court November tenth. But um, the cameraman has also also sued. Devonta Adams
0: oh like Civilly I got you yeah yeah and I I saw Adams made a statement that oh he was running off the field and the camera guy or whatever ran out in front of him and trying to say it was more or less like incidental contact and then you know it's tough man I mean you know I didn't see it I'm only like reading about it and hearing about it but it's like man professional athlete you gotta like you can't you know, you can't have people be, like, collateral damage because you're emotional or whatever because your team lost, you know?
1: Yeah, so I, if this – the video work, works. I, I just noticed that the article I pulled up on it has, has – a video? Might have the video on it. So, it's you know, he's charged with misdemeanor assault, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm going to try to see if, if they actually – if it's just a discussion on it or if they actually show – Okay. The Instant I'm not I'm just kinda looking Skipping. over the scroll bar and I'm not see, I'm only seeing talking about it. Alright. So well, it's okay. We can uh we can move on
0: here, man. I uh news wise I didn't have anything else, man. Was there anything you saw that you wanted to hit?
1: It feels like with with how crazy this week's been, uh Monday Matt Rule is fired in Carolina holy cow yeah thank you for bringing that
0: up it, it it feels to me like it's already been like a fucking year ago but yeah it was we it was after we did our show last week <laughs>
1: yeah it was um i'm trying to trying to think because they fired like a a few people yeah yeah the I mean, uh, the defensive
0: coordinator as well
1: yeah i, I couldn't remember if it was just the defensive coordinator, or if they fired offensive coordinator as well? So I thought I saw
0: that Steve Wilkes is going to – he's the interim head coach. I thought I heard he was hanging on to the offensive coordinator, uh, but that he was going to take over defensive play calling, which is like his bread and butter. Uh, and he used to be a defensive coordinator and was the head coach for – I believe it was just the one year for Arizona – uh, but he took a job as, like, I don't know if it was their defensive line coach or whatever, defensive backs coach, uh, but he wasn't the defensive coordinator. Rule had a different guy, and so he got rid of Rule's guy. He's going to do it now. And um, But, yeah, they're shaking it up, man, and rightfully so, because that team actually has a decent amount of talent. And, you know, I get it Baker Mayfield wasn't, like, the answer they were looking for, but – McCaffrey was playing a heck of a lot better and staying healthy. The defense is very talented. Uh, they still got DJ Moore. I mean, it just—they should have won more games, man. You know, it just—it—it it didn't work out, unfortunately. So.
1: Yeah. So, so it was just the. So they they fired. Wilkes was the defensive pass game coordinator. They fired the defensive coordinator, uh, special team assist, uh, assistant special teams coach. Um, I think that's it. Okay. All right, what
0: else you got news-wise, man?
1: I feel like there was something else, but I, I'm drawing a blank. Like, it was... Oh, the whole fucking Daniel Snyder yeah, bullshit. Yeah, you'd have
0: to, I guess, get me up to speed on that. I, I heard some kind of... I don't even really know what to say about it. I just heard something like he was claiming to have dirt on other owners and Goodell and, you know, what does that mean or what's going on? I, I really am not totally sure.
1: So, he has dirt on NFL... Or, Owners, um, Angadel, Apparently, he allegedly he said he allegedly. hired a, <laughs> he hired a private investigator to investigate all the owners in Angadell, and he he said to um, said to uh, somebody that that private investigator found enough dirt. Damn, damn on the owners that would tear every one of them down and Goodell also. Jeez. <laughs>
0: oh, and, well, they're all wildly successful business people, right? And so, you know, maybe as part of that, they've had to do some things or who knows, you know, I can only yeah. speculate so, that, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so his his comment was, and he also said that the NFL is a mafia. All the owners hate each other, supposedly. Oh, which, like they're all they're all like the bosses. Yeah, know, like which protecting their own territory and yeah. Which an unnamed longtime owner told ESPN, "quote That's not true. Okay, all the, own, all the owners hate Dan. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's just him. He's on the outside." Well, right yeah. now they got a rally just to like bury him, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah, like he's bragging about they, how how they can't fuck with him and this and that. And then, and then also there's this other article where, uh, as part of the article, if some of the stuff is true in the SBN article, um, because remember earlier in the year he was he was like banned from day to day operations and fined. Yep. $10 million. Um, and so apparently he was the one that pushed for and made the decision on the Wentz trade, even though he was supposed to be not, he was supposed to have relinquished day to day operations of the team. And it's just like, he's like, basically, fuck you, NFL. <laughs> it's been it's been that way yeah he,
0: he, he he's he's always making waves and whatever whatever the reason but he's always involved somehow and it's always negative but uh, alright man what else you got
1: I think that was I think that was the last piece I just glance uh, okay yeah I'm not seeing anything else
0: all right, well let's move on then, and let's do our. I can't talk all of a sudden. Let's do our week six power rankings, James. And so, um, you know, before we jump in and you give me your one through five, I'll just tell you, I shook my board up, kind of like you did last week, figuring, okay, we're past that quarter season mark. Uh, you know, there's some teams that I think on paper are maybe better or worse than their record reflected, Uh, but because their record now past the quarter season mark was either better or worse, I felt like I had to try to marry the two somehow, and it made, I would say, some bigger moves on my board than what we would probably normally see in any given week. And so, uh, you know, that was just me prefacing some things from my end, but go ahead, man. Why don't you give me your one through five? All right, so there's not...
1: That much movement in my one through five. Um, We'll get to some of this in a second. But at number one, I have Philly. They were number one last week. They won. Um, And and my one through five was... I'm going to start with my one through five was on my own. And after I paced it in, I realized something on it. Okay. At, At number two, I moved Buffalo up one spot. I just think... Looking at Buffalo, I think I was overzealous with Kansas City, putting them ahead of Buffalo. I really, sure. truly think Buffalo is is far and away the better team this, this year. At number three, I have Kansas City. I moved them down one spot. So I just flipped two and three. At number four, I have Baltimore. I moved them up three spots after beating um, Cincinnati on uh, Monday night or Sunday night. Whatever this past weekend. Yeah. And I had Cincinnati at four, and because because they had... Because they beat... Or it was Baltimore they lost to I mean I put Baltimore up so far. So far, I couldn't have Baltimore ahead or below Cincinnati because Baltimore beat Cincinnati. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, no, no, no. So hey, we have, got
0: a big play. I got gotcha. you.
1: Couldn't have Baltimore below Cincinnati so I moved Cincinnati down one spot and put Baltimore ahead of them so that's my one through five why don't we flip it over to you for your one through five (laughs) okay sure
0: thing yeah so I mean hey our one through five is 100% aligned right now I got Philly at one kept them where they were at they're still the lone undefeated team and so I like keeping them at the top of my board at least for another week Uh, two I got Buffalo they were at two last week I kept them where they were at I have seen some other sources move Buffalo up to that top spot and I think that's fine you know I mean you can make that argument Buffalo looks legit uh I just am giving Philly the edge because they're undefeated and they've just played phenomenal this year at three I got the Chiefs I moved them up one spot uh you know we were all kind of hesitant coming into the season. What are we going to get without Tyreek Hill? I think we're seeing it's still one of the best quarterbacks, one of the best coaches, and they're winning. Uh, and so top three for me just makes sense right now. At four, I got Baltimore. I moved them up three spots. Uh, I like that they're playing more complementary football now that it seems like J.K. Dobbins is back and healthy and you know he's able to take some of that pressure off Lamar. And, uh, I think it's also been taking some pressure off the defense because now they're running the ball a little bit more successfully, managing the game clock a little bit better, uh, and just all around, it's been good for them. And so, uh, and then at five, I've got Cincinnati. And so I moved them up three spots, even though they lost to Baltimore. Uh, I think, I think they're back on track with looking more like the Super Bowl team, uh, than the team that came out in weeks one and weeks two of this year where they just looked like really like they didn't have any of their shit together. Uh, And so I I feel good about them, especially, you know, now at this, you know, past the quarter season mark, when I compare them to other teams on the board, you know, we start doing this whole, well, do you think they could beat that team or do you think they could beat that team? And so it's not always about the record. Sometimes it's about where you think they stand overall in your mind Uh, And and so I felt good putting Cincy in the top five, even though they're coming off a loss, man.
1: Yeah. One thing I forgot to say about Philadelphia is, is yeah, there are teams that have better offenses. There are teams that have better defenses, but Philadelphia is like, they're looking like the most well-rounded team. Oh yeah. And they play complimentary football where their defense, I mean, the trenches on Philadelphia is freaking ridiculously good. And, yeah. They're just the most well-rounded team in the league right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, I've been saying it a lot. They've got a top-five offensive line, and they've got a top-five defensive line. That on its own is going to keep you competitive. But then when you look at every other piece of the offense and the defense, they have talent at every level. And so uh, they, could, they could go all the way, man. Anything could happen. It's still a long season and whatnot, but I like what I'm seeing so far.
1: Mm-hmm. Alright man, back to you Definitely. six or ten. Alright, so this is where I had kind of a lot of I had I had some a little bit of a shake up here in six or ten this week. Um at at number six I have Dallas. I moved them up six spots. It was just an impressive dominant win over the Rams. And I mean they they won by twelve points. Yeah. You know, they're and you, one might say they're playing safe on offense, but is that a fumble? I mean, they're calling like they
0: got the ball. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or are they just saying they stopped him, and so they're getting the ball back because it was fourth down? I oh, think yeah. I
1: think,
0: yeah, I think they're just saying they got the ball back because
1: it was fourth down.
0: Uh, <laughs> Anyways.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. The distractions with the game on. So so I moved Dallas up six spots. Yeah. Yeah, they're once Dallas gets Dak back, Dallas might be a top three team in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean if if their defense keeps playing this strong, but I would also I would also say they have to still have some commitment to the run game because they've been. Uh, too easy to just put it all in Dak's hands these last couple of years. Uh, And if all you're going to do is air it
1: out, that can, that can be bad. You got to be well-rounded in my opinion. Yeah. And then, so at, at seven, so Dallas moved up six spots, seven, I have Miami. I only dropped them two spots. I, I wanted to kill them, but I think it's more of a product of, their struggles right now are more of a product of Tua not being there yeah. than they are of that this team is that bad. Yeah, they got destroyed by the Jets. They were playing their third-string quarterback.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, what the fuck, Lions.
1: After, after, what was it? <laughs> Take second, a lesson from their playbook. The second second uh, play of this game or whatever, uh, Bridgewater got knocked out. Yeah. At number eight, I have Green Bay. I, was ha- I dropped them two spots, and this one – I didn't – once I got them down two spots, I started looking at the teams I had behind them, and I was like, I don't know if Green Bay would lose to this team. So I couldn't okay. drop them further. I got so you. So that's Green, Green Bay. Tennessee, I have them at nine. I left them at nine. Yeah, um, they barely beat the Commanders, but it's just so, like, I'm not – not, not as impressed by the teams behind them, so yeah. I kind of leave them at 9. And and also, Tennessee tends to, and even in the past, they, they play up to their opponent, their opponent, but they also play down to their opponent. Oh, that's a really good observation. Yeah, I agree with that. And then at number 10, I have Tampa Bay. I left them at, at 10. There's no way in hell I was moving them up for beating Atlanta. I almost moved them down because yeah. it, they were... They were um, like a bad, bad call away from losing to Atlanta, basically. And their offense, I mean, they scored 21 points. Great, they got into the 20s this week. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So that, but that's, that's let's go ahead at 10. I got you. Yeah, and so looking at my
0: six through 10. Uh, I've got Tampa Bay at six. And so, James, what I'll tell you is that my one through five I feel very comfortable with is that's, like, the top tier for sure. My six through ten, I feel like you could basically interchange the spot for any of these teams. Like, I just – I'm having a hard time saying, oh, yeah, this team's better than that team. I, I, It's like Swiss cheese, man. There's, like, a hole in each of them just in a different spot. So – Tampa Bay, I moved them up four spots just because, kind of like the product of flipping my board around. Uh, But yeah, I mean, they're getting a little bit healthy at wide receiver, and so I think that that's encouraging. Maybe we're going to see their offense get a little bit more consistent. Uh, Either way, I've got San Fran at seven. I think maybe uh, a bit aggressive moving them up four spots, but... I think their defense has just been playing freaking lights out, man. And, and I, I like watching that. That's exciting. Uh, at eight, I've got the Chargers. I moved them up one spot. Uh, you know, they're in my top ten, but they're suspect, which is mostly due to the injury issues. Uh, but it, there's also some questionable coaching going on there, too. Uh, then at nine, I got Dallas. I moved them up four spots. I think their defense is playing championship level. I mean, they're mm-hmm. playing amazing football. The offense has been very smart and very safe. They've been running the ball a lot. Uh, Cooper Rush hasn't been making mistakes and turning over the ball. And he actually did have two fumbles last week. I don't want to, like, say he's been squeaky clean. Uh, Two fumbles, Dallas recovered, which definitely helped him. Uh, But, you know, everybody's pitching in to get those wins in Dallas, and so I like that. Uh, And then at 10, I got Minnesota. I moved them up two spots, which is tough. I mean, they're all over the board, man. I mean, it's like one week they look great, another week they look dicey. This past week you saw it in each half of the game. One half looked dicey, the other half, whatever, looked good. Uh, You know, Cousins kind of came out, said that they're still adjusting to a new head coach, a new playbook, things like that, and it's going to get better. But, you know, hey, we're going into week six here. You guys got to get this shit ironed out. and Yeah, so that's my top ten, James.
1: All right, so at 11, I have uh, the Chargers. They played a hard-fought game, barely beat, barely beat Cleveland at Cleveland. Um, I wasn't that surprised on how close, close the game was, so I didn't, I didn't want to kill them because they still won, so I didn't move on. I still do shit on paper and break down what my model comes up with. So I, I had them I had it had it within a touchdown so so I mean it's it's about what what I thought I thought would happen um I did not want to kill them I don't think they're worthy of moving up for beating Cleveland because I have Cleveland a little bit further down but I had had the team that connect I sure. sure have at 12 I had the Rams I dropped them down four spots what can I say about the Rams I mean, I, I don't I really don't know what to say about the Rams. Like there's nothing good I've seen this year come from the Rams. Yeah, I, I
0: yeah, they're they're struggling.
1: And I I just I almost shot, I almost killed them further, but I, I figured I'd leave them leave them at twelve and see what happens this upcoming week. Thirteen, I have Minnesota. Um I didn't move them. Look, they beat Chicago. They only be, beat Chicago by by a touchdown. I think that's more of a more of a factor of where they played versus I'm sorry, no, it was in Minnesota. Um I think it, that was more of a factor of its division game, but still Chicago's that far down yeah. that I don't I didn't feel justified to move Minnesota up. Uh, I can't At 14, I have Arizona. I moved them up two spots. And, yeah, they lost this week, but if you actually break down the game, Minnesota was – I'm sorry, Minnesota. Philly. Arizona basically was leading almost the entire game. Yeah. They played really hard. And they played really hard. If I remember correctly, there was like a few fluke plays at the end that gave Philadelphia the game. So I I left them I moved Arizona f- up two spots because I thought thought they played really well against my top team and they only lost by a field goal. Sure. 15. I have New Orleans. I don't even know what the fuck to say about New Orleans either. <laughs> They're
0: very. Can, can they can they, they replicate the that Seahawks. with Taysom Hill? Yeah, probably exactly. not.
1: Hopefully so, at least this week. Yeah,
0: but I mean, you know, it's not going to be
1: a consistent thing. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. it's it's not going to be a consistent thing. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: it was a high scoring game, and they just happened to come out come out on top. Um, I don't know. I don't. I just. I don't know how to analyze the game because I think I don't think Seattle is that good. Yeah. So I can't say that. I couldn't really, but but then again, when I look around the Saints, like it's kind of like Cleveland lost, Jacksonville lost, so those teams have to go down. Yeah. it's just like where I am around them, it's this, it just
0: 15 feels right for them. Yeah, you got to find harmony on your board. I got you. All right, so yeah, for me at 11, I've got the Packers. I moved them down eight spots. It was a big drop, and you know we already covered it pretty well. I felt like they were asleep at the NFL. They got burned. It is what it is. 12, I've got the Rams. I dropped them down six spots. Uh, My opinion is they might as well call Eric Fisher, start shaking the tree with all these teams, see if they can trade for offensive linemen. Whatever they got to do, they're not going to have any success this year if they can't figure out that offensive line. It's clear as day. Uh, At 13, I've got the Dolphins. I dropped these guys down eight spots. Uh, You know, It's just a matter of Tua not being healthy. You kind of already called it out, and I I paused him on my board last week and kind of mentioned that, that I wanted to see how they could do without him. Obviously, they lost Bridgewater, and, and like, the wheels pretty much fell off. And so until Tua gets back, I'm concerned about the Dolphins. Uh, At 14, I've got Tennessee. I moved them up two spots. I think they're playing better as of late. Uh, I'm just not sure I can trust them consistently to keep winning. Uh, it seems like if teams can shut down Derrick Henry, they're exposed and they don't have much else going on there. Their their defensive front seven, I think, played great earlier on in the year and that helped kind of like get them some of these wins. But injuries are stacking up and that's another factor to keep an eye on. Uh, and then at 15, I've got the Browns. I move them down one spot. James, I'm just gonna say it's not like you know this doesn't matter to anybody, but you know this is one team that's been a disappointment to me uh you know they could like literally just hand the ball to Chubb and Kareem Hunt like 40 times a game and they'd win probably you know nine out of ten of their games uh but they're they're just playing like really and the running game's good you know Chubb's doing what he's supposed to do but it just seems like they're making bad mental errors at bad times and it's biting them in the ass and so uh, I don't know what else to say, man. Back to you at 16.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Like, right now, Cleveland's goal is just to kind of hold on until they get Deshaun the back. And once Deshaun can play, just hold on to that playoff hope and still be in contention um, for the playoffs. I, I have them at 16. I drop them two spots. I don't think there's much more to say to that. Okay. Uh, 17, I have Jacksonville. I drop them two spots. Yeah, they they lost to Houston and you would say well you should kill them more I kind of expected that type of game you called from it, it man. yeah you called from it from it from it and and I had the like final score of the game I had it had it within a field goal I had a little bit high higher scoring but still it's I just they always the Jaguars always seem to always lose to Houston. At eighteen, I have San Francisco, and I pause them on my board here because I want to. I get confused. Joey Bosa or Nick Bosa? Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. I want to see what's going on with his groin injury and how they play if they're missing. If they're missing. Here, him. let me let me um, help you. Let me help you with the confusion, James.
0: If you'll ever remember this, but think about it in alphabetical order. Jay comes before, and Joey was drafted before Nick. So he went to the Chargers. Nick went to the 49ers, if that helps you. so.
1: Joey wasn't drafted before Nick.
0: Yeah, he was. Was he? Yes. Oh. Okay. So, so maybe that won't help you then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I always think it was the other way around. But anyways, 19, I have New England. I moved them up one spot, even though they – they beat the Lions. They thoroughly dominated that game, and I saw what, I saw glimpses from New England on what that team could be if they had a real offensive coordinator. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to bump them too much because it was only against Detroit, but I saw the glimpses, so I wanted to give them a little bit of credit for that. Plus, sure. plus, the Raiders dropped one spot for losing to. Um, Kansas City on uh, Monday night, and look, the loss. Let's let's call it like it is. Josh McDaniels is a fucking idiot. <laughs> you should not have gone for two. Down one point with 4:27 left in the game, going against Patrick Mahomes. Go for the, you kick the extra point. See what Patrick Mahomes can do because you're going to have to score anyways again. And it yeah. proved to be the downfall. Yeah, it it
0: it bit him in the ass. He was aggressive and it didn't work. Um, well, all right. So James, I've got Arizona.
1: Ag- I'll get to the I'll get to that in a minute. No right. Right. go. Go no, go 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 to your go yeah, to your. Me give you uh, me.
0: Uh, So, yeah, I've got Arizona at 16. I dropped them down one, like you were saying. I like that they hung in there with Philly. That says something, uh, but they couldn't close. And I think that that says something more because that seems to be the MO for Arizona in the Cliff Kingsbury era. They're just not closing shit out consistently. Uh, At 17, I got Jacksonville. I kept them where they were at. And so, you know, to me – I gave them the benefit of the doubt that, you know, like you were saying, Houston kind of has their number. Try not to put too much weight into this one game. Uh, And then really, when you look at the rest of what they've put out on the field this year, they have really overperformed expectations. And so I'm going to say that this was just a bad matchup for them, bad week, uh, but they're better than that. And so I kept them where they were at for at least this week. Uh, Then at 18... I've got the Giants, fucking crazy, but I moved them up ten spots, man. Uh, it was hard to do because I think on paper they are in that bottom tier, but they continue to find ways to win. And at four and one, uh, I just can't have them sitting in the twenties anymore. Uh, I had to, I had to find a way to get them in the teens somehow. And so they're playing hard for their rookie head coach, uh, and so this was a big attaboy boy for them. At 19, I've got the Colts. Uh, I didn't move them. It was one of the worst football games I've seen in a long time, to be honest, Uh, them beating Denver. Um, Yeah, and and I I will say this. The next couple teams on my board, they all have similar kinds of dysfunction. And so uh, I didn't move the next couple teams either just because it's like you won, you lost. There's a lot of crazy things going on. And so, like, 20 with the Raiders. Uh, you know, they lost, but it was to Kansas City, who's now one of my top three teams. And they did hang in there. They just, it, you know, like you said, it was sort of a mental mistake at the end. You know, why did you do that? You could have played it different. You were going to have to score anyhow. Uh, but whatever.
1: It is what it is. Back to you at 21, man. All right, 21, I have Houston. I bumped them up two spots. I, I probably didn't get as excited about about them them beating uh, Jacksonville because I just I kind of expected it so it wasn't a surprise to me so it, it you could make the argument that 21 might be high for them but I've kind of been high on how on them a little bit a little bit as the season goes on it's been going uh, 22 I have Indianapolis I dropped them down one spot I probably should have dropped them more they they was it was a terrible, terrible, terrible terrible <laughs> terrible thumping they yeah. received. Yeah. And look. Indianapolis you said that um Oh, never mind. It wasn't a thumping. I got games confused. It was a terrible game. Yeah, um, no, they,
0: they won. But, yeah, I mean, I would say, they I mean, offensively, yeah. it was a thumping both ways. Neither team did anything offensively.
1: Yeah. So, Indianapolis was is my biggest disappointment this year. Oh, I, for sure. Yeah. I had them as slated as easily a top 10, top 5 team this year, and they're, they're close to the dumpster fire. 23, I have the Giants. I ju- moved them up two spots, and I was... I was hesitant to move the Giants up much more because I had to take the consideration this was the first time that Green Bay played in London. Okay. And the Giants have done it before, so the organization, it might not have been under Dayball, but the organization <coughs> has the history and can set it up. And I think, I I don't know, while Green Bay's not playing good and they don't show the urgency, I don't know if the win by the Giants was more of a factor of... Green Bay overlooking them versus the Giants being should be actually better. Yeah, I think Green Bay clearly overlooked them, yeah. 24, I have Denver. I dropped them down two spots um, after that pathetic game on Thursday night. I probably should have dropped them more, but I couldn't drop them behind like the next few teams I have. Uh, 25, I have Washington. The thing I have, to, only thing I have to say about Washington, I dropped them down one spot, but it's more of a statement on Carson Wentz than Washington. Yeah. Did you hear earlier in the season, Ron Rivera basically destroying Wentz earlier in the week? Sorry, where he was asked a direct question on what the difference is between uh, Dallas um, being four and whatever and the Giants in Philadelphia. And his flippant answer was quarterback. So he openly destroyed Carson Wentz to the media. This is the third head coach on the third team that has openly destroyed Carson Wentz to the media. Yep. Um, if you look at uh, like Arizona, Arizona, Kyler Murray has his flaws. But they don't openly destroy him to the media, unless they're talking about contracts. Well, that was more of a more of an issue with the contract terms were leaked. It was supposed to be between the, between the two of them. The terms were leaked. And, oh, for sure, yeah. But, but they kind of, ugh, that's a terrible game. Um, <laughs> they they just. That, that, why, why destroy your quarterback to the media? I mean, there was talk this week that Heineke would be starting instead of Wentz because of a possible Wentz that was injured a little bit or something yeah. in, uh, yeah. this past week. And there was comments by the media that, well, Heineke would be, give them a better chance to win than Wentz did anyways. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, right. it's it's tough. Yeah.
0: So. All right. Back to you, 21 through 25. All right, so at 21, I got the Saints, James. I'm not going to bump them for beating Seattle, like I was saying. I don't think the way Taysom Hill took over that game is a sustainable thing for them. Uh, It was more of, you know, career day for Taysom Hill, very unique kind of game for anybody. Uh, I'm happy as heck for him. I just don't think that it's like something that they can rely on. Uh, Denver, I've got at 22. I dropped them down four spots. Uh, James... I would get Sean Payton on the phone right now, make a mid-season coaching change before Carolina or somebody else lures him away because I've already heard rumors of that, which blows my mind. There's a a thing about that. That's
1: what I'm saying. Carolina would have to basically trade for Payton from New Orleans, and New Orleans is not going to let Payton coach there. Okay. Denver, make it happen. I agree. I I a hundred percent agree with you. Hackett can't hack it.
0: (laughs) Good word play. Good word play. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and then at 23, I've got Atlanta. I dropped them down one, you know, had it not been for that questionable call, they might've won that game. So, uh, but they're still, they're just two and three. So I I can't really justify putting them any higher on my board right now. Uh, 24, I've got Seattle. Uh, and James, it's it's crazy saying this, but uh Geno Smith is is actually doing his job. He's playing really good football. Uh it's everything else on that team that's letting him down, which is just wild to even say it. Uh and then at twenty-five I've got the Patriots. I move I move them up two spots. And I just uh, yeah, I, I like what you're saying. You know, you get glimpses of how a Belichick team gets better and tightens down and things like that. And you can kind of see how good they could be. Uh, it was just like the worst possible thing for the Lions. And so I'm just like flabbergasted uh, at the way that game went, man. I mean, 29 nothing. it just was disgraceful for the Lions. But, hey, good for the Pats, man. Back to you, okay. 26,
1: man. 26, I have Atlanta. I didn't drop them, and the reason I didn't drop them is because I thought they outplayed Tampa Bay, and like you said, it was, if it weren't for a questionable roughing the passer call, it, they probably would have won the game. 27, I have Carolina, and I wanted to drop Carolina more, <laughs> I really did. Um, I wanted to drop them after this performance this last week, and they lose by, like, 15, 20 points. Um,
0: let me verify that. Yeah, what was it, 15 to 29? or uh, it, it was a lot, yeah. I'll let you scope it. It was 37,
1: 37 to 15. But they were playing San Francisco, who I have substantially higher on the board than them. So I left them there. I think the coaching change might might do something for for them. 28 I have the Jets. Look, they they put up a 40 spot on on what I thought was one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. I moved them up 3 spots. I wanted to move them up more, but I mean, if if you would have told me going into the season that the Jets were going to start three and two, I would have told you you were smoking and crack because I was certain they were going to start zero and seven.
0: Oh yeah, we thought that they had a really rough schedule and that they were a bad team to begin with. We were struggling to find wins like anywhere on their schedule. Mm
1: mm-hmm. hmm. Um, Twenty nine. I have Pittsburgh. I dropped them. I only dropped them one spot after the thumping they got from Buffalo. I thought the thumping was more of a Buffalo statement revenge game for the loss last year. Yeah, and there was and, no expectation that Pittsburgh was even going
0: to stay in that game.
1: Yeah. And I just, I think this is about right to what, what I have around around uh, Pittsburgh. Okay. 29, I'm sorry, 30, I have Seattle, dropped them down one spot. Like, the craziest stat I'm lear- I reading is, like, Geno Smith has like been the most efficient quarterback in the league so far this year. I had, like, he has like an 80%, 80% completion percentage, which is absurd. Yeah. And that's what's – he's keeping the team afloat. Outside of him, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, man.
0: I mean, they'll have Kenneth Walker now that he's going to be starting.
1: Oh. I'm so, so excited for that. Uh, yeah. That was the other big injury. That yeah, we Rashad uh, Penny. Yeah, I forgot Penny, about that. The tibia. Penny broke, broke his tibia. Uh, yeah, anyways, so hey, back to you for 26
0: through 30. Yeah, and I, you know, hey, I feel bad for Rashad Penny because he definitely was ascending in Pete Carroll's, uh, you know, list of priorities, and he was going to be like the new Chris Carson for that team. Uh, hopefully, Kenneth Walker can be an instant impact rookie from here on out uh yeah so at 26 James I've got the Jets I moved them up three spots I thought it was a nice win over Miami I'm just trying to keep it in perspective that it was against a third string quarterback but I do like what you're saying even though it was a third string quarterback they did put up a shitload of points against what should have been a really good defense nonetheless uh 27 I've got Detroit uh, we've talked about it a lot. It was embarrassing. I, I'm dangerously close to dropping them into the dumpster fire. I'm just hoping that this was like a one-off bad game because they really have played good football up until this point. Uh, but, you know, with one win on the on the books, it's, it's not looking good for them. <clears throat> At 28, I got Washington. Uh, similar to Detroit, I dropped them down three spots. And they also have dumpster fire potential. Uh, they should be a lot better than what the way they're performing. 29, I've got Houston. I moved these guys up three spots. I've been waiting for them to get a win so I could get them out of the dumpster fire. Uh, and so I got them here. Uh, I didn't want to go too much higher than this. But, you know, this is where you start doing the, well, hey, could they beat Detroit? Could they beat Washington? And it's yes. like, yes. I See, to me, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say because... They've all, they've all played, like, such just different football, so I don't know. But at 30, I've got Pittsburgh. Uh, I kept them where I had them last week. It was really out of respect for Tomlin that I'm not putting them in the dumpster fire. Um, you know, plus I, there was no expectation in my mind that they were going to compete against Buffalo. So uh, over to you, man. Give me your dumpster fire, James.
1: All right, so you put Detroit on dumpster fire alert. You put him in it. Last week, I had Detroit on the cusp of the dumpster fire. They've moved down to 31. The one spot needed to get them in the dumpster fire. Look, why the fuck do you sign a kicker and then not trust him? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do you go for it six straight times, or six times, seven times, whatever it was? Did they go for it on fourth down 15 times? Um when was the last time that Detroit forced a punt? I think I heard a set during the game. At that point, it was 17 straight possessions against them.
0: Oh, I'm sure some, some new NFL record.
1: Like, like, seriously, in the Seattle game, Seattle didn't fucking punt the ball once. Yeah. Yeah, that was embarrassing. So, any... Anyway. They're lucky that Chicago is as bad as they were. Otherwise, I would have them at 32 where I have Chicago. Yeah. You got to catch that if you're...
0: Sorry. Oh, I, I agree. I agree. We're watching the game here. Yeah, and, and by the way, that flag before I think was a little bit questionable, but it's okay. You know, I know he wasn't like fully turned around to try and break up that pass. But uh, all right. So at 31, James, I got Carolina. I dropped him down five spots. With Rule being out, Mayfield being hurt, um, you know, this in my mind, it's not like I'm bashing them hard. It's like I'm basically just saying this team has nowhere to go but up at this point. And so they're dumpster fire, if Wilkes can get some fire out of them, cool. Uh, At 32, I got the Bears. And so, you know, even with one more win than Carolina, just watching the Bears play this year, has been like very clearly in my mind the worst football I've seen. And there are some bad teams. I think Washington's flirting with it. You know, Detroit's tough because they've actually played strong. It just uh you know this past week and their defense Did Wentz in general. Hurt his hand? Yeah, Wentz hurt his hand, man. Yeah. Uh he uh yeah he caught it on like a defender trying to like swap the ball away and then it looked like he kinda hit the back of a helmet too. But uh but yeah. So that's my dumpster fire. That's a ranking.
1: shitty pass interference call. Alright. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's your dumpster
0: fire. Well, yeah, I mean he did it's cause he pulled the jersey just the tiny bit, and they're gonna call that shit every time now. Uh but that's okay. So those are the power rankings, James. Let's kick it over. <laughs> or, or let's take a pause. A game break.
1: <laughs> how do you how do you not catch that? Okay, let's kick it kick it over to to the picks for this week, we have a little. We had a little bit of action on tonight's game. Last week, when we talked about it, I was on Washington, and I kind of. When I went through my full analysis of it, it kind of flipped it to Chicago. Even though I have Chicago as like the worst team in the league, I just. I also don't like what I'm seeing out of Washington. So, yeah. Washington's going to be on on alert to be a dumpster fire team shortly. Um, but I'm I'm on Chicago.
0: Yeah, I mean, hey, I yeah, yeah. so I, I stuck with Washington, and I mean we're looking at this game. They're almost at halftime. It's zero zero. Uh, you know, if Washington loses, I will gladly put them in the dumpster fire, and 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 they might be there together. It might be it might be Chicago at 31 and Washington at 32. I don't know, but uh, in my model, I've got Washington winning. Uh, It's close. It's by uh, just under two points. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I'm looking at it, it's like
1: just the opposite. I had I had Chicago by two. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, we were we were fairly
0: close. But, you know, like I look at my heat map here and they're basically just staggering going back and forth between green and red, green and red, green and red. Uh, I think, you know, this is something that I've got to resolve. But it seems like my model is still saying Washington has a better defensive front seven, uh, even without Chase Young. Uh, And somewhere in there, i got to find a way to adjust it because their defensive front seven is not playing that strong, even Mm -hmm. though they had that nice goal line stand earlier. And so um, it just keeps kind of raising them higher in my model than I think that they deserve. But either way, i got this game close. And they're both bad teams.
1: But their front, their front seven, in spots is good. But yeah. They're not consistent. All right. So San Francisco at Atlanta, and I was surprised on how close my model had this game. Um, oh, I had of of the week six games this week. I had three games within one point. Oh, eight games try. within a within a field goal. And 11 within a touchdown. Okay. So, but I, I think it's a kind of a, a factor of how good Atlanta's defense is playing, and the concern with uh, with Bosa's injury. I'm just gonna call them both Bosa and be good, because the both both Bosa brothers have groin issues going on. Yes. Does Anyways. it run in the family? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. Uh, that, that, that's the joke I was going to say. So I have San Francisco winning the game by about five points.
0: Okay. Uh, so I've got that San should Fran. I
1: parents by the rules that they've been calling it.
0: But. <laughs> uh, so I've got San Fran by six, James. So we're very close on this one. Um, I give them just the slightest edge at quarterback, the slightest edge running because I got Patterson out uh i i think that uh san fran the defense is where they're really going to have the strong advantage uh especially on that defensive front 7 uh although they did lose a guy in the secondary so that's something to keep an eye on uh but i think that they have like some surprising depth in the secondary this year was not expecting it and so either way i like san francisco in this one man
1: So then we have New England at Cleveland. And this one absolutely shocked me. Absolutely shocked me in my model. Okay. This is the largest victory I have of the week. Really. New England over Cleveland by 12 points. Whoa. All right. And I couldn't... At 12 points, yeah, there's probably something... Something in my model that's a little bit, a little bit off. That's favoring New England, but, but I really like. You can't. Something that large, you can't really go in and override it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going with New England. Yeah, I'm interested to, to, to figure out, seven out seven how
0: you, out how you got now to that, like that but we can, can worry about all that later. Uh, I've got Cleveland winning by four, and. I wouldn't be surprised to see this one go either way because Cleveland, like we've talked about, they're making mistakes at bad times and it's biting them in the ass. Uh, and there there have been enough of them now to say something's wrong. It's not a fluke. And so I could see them getting exposed by New England because Belichick clearly tightened down with this team last week. Uh, and usually when their team dials it in, they stay pretty well dialed in and so um, but either way i'm sticking with cleveland i'm sticking with my model and yeah
1: good stuff all right so we have the new york jets at green bay and when i ran this in my model i had this as a one point victory oh jeez. <laughs> by green bay okay and i went back through and looked at it and looked at it, and looked at it, and I'm gonna override. Holy shit, seventy-three to nothing. Uh, uh, are you
0: looking at an old Chicago championship? Yeah. Where's the mercy rule?
1: Yeah. So, I'm going to going to override my model in this okay. with how Green Bay's playing, how well. The Jets seem to be playing. I'm going to go with the Jets. Oh, my gosh, you son of a bitch. To beat Green Bay.
0: Let me just get this in here. So uh, that that means we got some more action this week. And so I'm, I'm taking Green Bay. Uh, it's tough, man. I You know, my heat map is entirely green for Green Bay, with exception to their receiver's I actually show the Jets receivers as being more talented, uh, which I guess is not, like, a surprise. Green Bay doesn't really have a true number one right now. Uh, and the Jets kind of have, like, a lot of quality twos, I would say. And so, like, that that does add up in some kind of regard. But um, I think the Packers know they can't fuck around. they got to win this game. And my model's got them winning by eight, so I'm sticking with that, man. Uh
1: Next up, we have Jacksonville at Indianapolis. And a sh- and this is a co- a comment on how shitty Indianapolis has been playing. Yeah. This year, this is my second biggest spread of the week in my model. Okay. At 11 points with Jacksonville winning. And oh. I think I think last week was more of a fluke. I think more and more, as I see Jacksonville play, I'm starting to think more and more that they're the best team in the AFC South. Yeah, I think you can make that argument. So and I'm I'm going to go with Jacksonville, but I have it I I have Indianapolis scoring a oh, 13 points in this game, so two touchdowns. Okay, yeah,
0: and I you know for me, James, this is where I'm overriding the model <clears throat> for one of my picks this week. I've got three overrides, but Um, my model has Indy winning by seven and a half and I cannot trust anything that my model pumps out for Indianapolis because they have just like disgraced it. And so I'm, I'm going Jacksonville off of the narrative and off of what I'm seeing with my eyes. Uh, I think they're just playing better football, even though the model very clearly favors Indianapolis for me, my model.
1: Yeah. Next up we have Minnesota at Miami. This is another one of those one point games that my model had. Um, this is subject to change. Right now I gotta kinda dive into this a little bit this game a little bit further than I've been able to so far. Sure. Right now I'm on Miami. Okay. But it's subject to change. Um Sub, subject to
0: change oh <laughs> making magic uh, yeah it, you know and so James I, I I can't knock you for that because uh, here's what I'll say is that I am taking Minnesota but this is actually a slight override in my model it has Miami winning by a half a point uh, I just can't see it happening until Tua gets healthy uh, or you know the alternative is maybe Tua stays out, but Bridgewater gets healthy and he shows some proficiency in that offense. Until one of those two things happen, uh, I got to be really cautious with Miami, and so I'm going Minnesota. It was
1: weird. Uh, I just kept having weird popups on my on my spreadsheet. Well,
0: you gotta stop looking at the you know gotta, what.
1: I know, I gotta stop going to the porn sites. I know, I do. But hey, what can I say? I, I'm, I, I just love them too much. Alright, next up we have uh, Cincinnati at the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans. And. My model has this game has New Orleans winning by three points. And this, I'm, I'm leaving it as it is subject to change, depending on what I'm seeing with, with various, th- various things, but I'm going to go with New Orleans in this one. All right. I'm, I'm totally
0: fine with you doing that. I, I would say that this is one of my other overrides. So this is my third override this week, and that's all I'm going with, at least for now. Uh, but my model has New Orleans by six and a half. And I just don't feel comfortable with that. I, I think, um, you know, we've seen them clearly underperform all the talent that they have on their team.
1: Fields is hurt, too.
0: Yep. And I, is I this think game
1: going to end 0 0? Zero? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Three, three,
0: three, to three? 3 0. Yeah. Uh, it <laughs> could be 3 0. Uh, but so, you know, it's. I just think Cincinnati, the narrative. Wait, that
1: wasn't roughing the passer?
0: Well, he was outside of the pocket, James.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> it's, um, uh, anyways.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, and he's not Tom Brady. So, you know, uh, or Patrick Mahomes. So, the, or, well, I guess Mahomes wasn't the one sacking Derek Carr. But, uh, yeah, either way, I'm taking Cincinnati. <laughs> All
1: right. Next up is the Baltimore Ravens at the New York Giants. And I think. From my model, this it's more of a comment on how well the Giants are playing this year. Because I mean Baltimore's playing great. I mean, but you look at Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones being safe with the football. Yeah. Did he Oh I thought he caught that. Um my model has this, this is a three point victory by by Baltimore. Uh, The run game has been effective. Dabble changed the culture with the Giants, so I can see why it's so tight. But I'm going to go with Baltimore in this game. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore too, and
0: I've got Baltimore by 10 in this game. Uh, So we've got a little bit of a different way of getting there, and that's fine. Uh, My heat map uh, has Baltimore all green, with exception to the Giants have the run game. Uh, which is really just because Saquon has been on fire this year for the most part. Uh, But I think uh, Baltimore has the edge otherwise. Uh, We'll keep an eye on it because their defense has been suspect, uh, but I think they've gotten better as they've made more of a commitment to running the ball. So, yeah, either way, I'm going Baltimore.
1: Then we have Tampa Bay at Pittsburgh. And the weird thing about my model this week is all three of these games spit up the exact same score. Okay. <laughs> New Orleans, Baltimore, and Tampa Bay all came up with 24 to 21 victories. And at this one I have Tampa Bay. Um, Tampa Bay's, I think. I think twenty-four to twenty-one is is it's it's a crazy crazy to think that Pittsburgh will score twenty-one points on Tampa Bay, but it's also crazy to think that Tampa Bay can score in the twenties again. So I think the score's high, but and I think it's going to be a close game, but Tampa Bay is still going to win. I got you. All right. Well, yeah, I've got Tampa Bay, and my
0: model is taking Tampa Bay by six, which you know, I would think would be higher, uh, except when you think about the way that they've been playing, they've just not been scoring much, and so I guess that's fine. Um, but just looking at my heat map here, real quick, uh, it does have uh, Pittsburgh favored in the secondary, and you know, so maybe that can help slow down Tampa Bay, even though they finally are getting their wide receivers healthy. Uh, But really, otherwise, you know, and I would say coaching, too. Like, I I trust Tomlin more than I trust Todd Bowles as a head coach, at least. Uh, But I, I think it's an uphill battle for Pittsburgh, and so I'm taking Tampa Bay.
1: And we have Carolina at the Los Angeles Rams in SoFi Stadium. Um If you want to hear something fucked up about this game... I do. When I modeled this game out, and I think it's a comment how bad the Rams are playing, but it had the... You would think on, on just, like, first instinct, how close do you think this game would be? Just... You know, instinct would.
0: Instinct would say the Rams should beat them down, but, you know... You think about how bad the Rams' offense has been, and I don't know.
1: (laughs) My model has this as a one-point victory by the Rams. Oh, jeez. A
0: one-point victory by the Rams. Okay, so I've got the Rams as well. I've got them by 7.5, which it may not be because... Carolina's defense is good, just like a lot of these other defenses that have been smothering the Rams' offense. And so, I, I, you know, I have the Rams, but I will say I am not confident by any means that the Rams can actually win this game, which is so wild, <laughs> uh, considering they just won the freaking Super Bowl. But yeah, I, uh, I'm going with the Rams. Uh,
1: and then we have the final. Game in the four o'clock Eastern Time window, starting at 4:25. It's Buffalo at Kansas City. So a couple things about this game. Did we should we
0: skip Arizona Seattle?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to skip that game. Um, oh. I'm on I'm on Arizona. Uh, twenty or thirty. I have it by Arizona by four points. Yeah, Geno Smith is playing. Playing phenomenal, but I think Kyler's gonna pick apart that defense. Okay, yeah. So you're going
0: Arizona. Sorry, I, I I saw another four o'clock on my thing. I was like, wait a minute. Um I've got Arizona by four.
1: And it's you know I inadvertently skipped it.
0: it, it, it it's all right, man. It's all right. And it, you know, hey, it's in Seattle and um, you know, it's hard to say in these kind of games because Geno Smith has played good. Kyler Murray has been Good, bad, and everything in between. Uh, And so this is another one of those games I can see going either way, but I'm going to take Arizona.
1: All right, now to the final game in the four four o'clock Eastern Time window: Buffalo at Kansas City. And if you do, you realize that in the playoff game last year, after the two-minute warning in the fourth quarter, there were 31 points scored. It's freaking wild, man. It was a show. It was also like the first time in NFL history that both quarterbacks had three touchdowns and no interceptions. Going into this game, this is the first time in his career, including playoffs, that Patrick Mahomes is an underdog at home. Oh, wow. With all that said, both Buffalo is by far the better team. By far. Buffalo did, did it last year, went into Kansas City in this regular season and won. I think it happens again this year. I don't know why Buffalo's at fucking Kansas City like every year why, you know, couldn't be Yeah, I thought it was supposed K- to go the other way, but what the heck, yeah. you know. Um I'm on Buffalo I have it at, like, 38 to 33, so that's, what, 71 points scored in this game? All in the fourth quarter?
0: Probably. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so, all right, James, I, I agree with you that I believe Baltimore is the better team, except that I think they're dealing with more injuries, and my model is, When I account for the injuries, and of course I got to make some assumptions with some of these, but uh, it's got Kansas City winning by two. And um, you know, it's hard for me to pick between the two of them. This was like probably my toughest game to pick. I, I kept the model kept saying Kansas City, and I was wanting to override and go narrative with Buffalo, but. This is one where I think I'm going to stick with the model, and so I'm taking Kansas City
1: by two. All right. Now we're on to the Sunday night game, Dallas Cowboys at Philadelphia. And I have come up with a specific rule for my model until it proves me wrong. Whenever my model picks Dallas, I stick with it. Okay. The crazy thing is this is my the third game of the way you know how I basically I had three games that weren't within the touchdown. I have Dallas winning this game by ten points. Holy shit, man in my model and it's crazy to me, but my model, for some reason, there's something in my model that loves something about Dallas. and yeah. But it hasn't failed me. No,
0: hey, you got to go with it, and that's that's fine.
1: I um, I'm sorry, it's only failed me when i looked in it and said, no, that's crazy. I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna override it. Okay. And that was the first week. That was the Cincinnati week, and and they beat Cincinnati, and then I've just been goes if if it picks Dallas, that's who I'm
0: going with. I got you. Uh, and hey, I I wouldn't be upset if Dallas wins because it'd be another one for Cooper Rush, but. Uh, I'm going against Cooper Rush this week. I hate to do it, and I'm taking Philly. I just think they're way too freaking hot, man. And uh, my model has Philly winning by two and a half. Um, this this has, honestly, it shows the trenches both ways very, very strong. And so I think that that could make this a very tight game. Um, you know, I, I think... I think Hurts will be the difference maker. He'll be able to find a way to get a little bit more offense going. Uh, but, you know, it, like I said, I wouldn't be hurt if Dallas wins because it'd be good for Cooper Rush.
1: Yeah, and the thing with, this game, the thi- thing with the, that game is I, where I see the key is if Philly can control Micah Parsons, Yeah. then Philly has a solid cool. shot at winning.
0: Yeah, and Micah Parsons is going into the game with a groin injury, but he says he's going to play.
1: Yeah, if if and I didn't know that, I'm going to keep that and have to keep that in mind. Um, yeah, keep an eye on that man as we get closer to the game. Um, but if and if they can't control Micah Parsons, then I think Dallas has the edge. Okay. All right, Monday Night Football, Denver at the Chargers. This would be a blowout because Denver's freaking terrible. Yep. And can't. And but ex- with the with the exception that last week they had such an anemic performance, I think there's going to be much more fo- focus on putting up points. Um and and that defense kind of can stop. I still have concerns with the Chargers. Um my model has it at a, a three point victory by the Chargers, who I'm going to pick in
0: the game gotcha yeah i'm taking the chargers as well i've got them by seven and a half here um and and actually let me just check something real quick because there is one factor that i could hypothetically tweak and i want to see how it affects it um
1: let's see
0: yeah, I, I, I think it's it's going to be the Chargers either way, um, and I'm, I'm good with them taking it by 7.5. Um, in my heat map, this is one of the rare events where it is entirely green from top to bottom for the Chargers, which sounds kind of wild when you think about all the injuries that they got, but that's just how much... Denver is just, like, flailing so badly this year. And so, yeah,
1: I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. And then we're on to next Thursday. Yes. Which is... Second thought, it's not as terrible a game, as terrible of a game as I initially thought. The Northern Saints at Arizona. I... I did not put this in when I sent you my spreadsheet.
0: That's okay, I can put it
1: in right now. I am deciding now. First Instinct tells me Arizona, and I have my model on a different computer so I can't even attempt to do that because I forgot sure. about it. Um, first Instinct tells me Arizona. Prior to the season, I thought New Orleans. New Orleans isn't the team that I'm going to go with Arizona until I can crunch the numbers.
0: Sure. Yeah, for me, I've got Arizona winning by a half a point. It's close. But uh, I think that any time the model goes against New Orleans, I'm going against New Orleans because they mm-hmm. have underperformed every time. And so, uh, so I'll take Arizona, and then we'll see what shakes out this week with any potential injuries and things like that. Maybe we'll talk about it. But... You know, that's my early pick for right now. So, oh, yeah. Uh, And by the way, James, you know, let's just go back because we did uh, skip over where we're at season to date with our picks. And it's important to do that because we did have a solid week last week. We both nailed 11 picks, which was good for like 68 point whatever percent. And so that's like more in that kind of territory where we want to be. And so year to date, that brings you up to 42 wins, good for 53%, and it brings me up to 46 wins, uh, good for 58%. And so, uh, solid week by both of us. We're now moving back in the right direction, my
1: friend. Yeah, I completely skipped over that. I, you know, looking at looking at last last week's picks, the, you know, I overrode my model in one game. That was the Lions game. Okay. Outside of that, my model was pretty spot on. With it, with the exception of like Miami and and like the early games in the week, but like, well, there was you know the four that would give you four games, but like the Denver game that was a surprise. Miami, you didn't know that uh, Bridgewater.
0: Yeah, and then Green Bay, nobody was picking that, you know. Yeah.
1: So, it's all it's all good. My model. me, stirred me right last week, so I'm trying to stick with it, but something's just itching at me that Green Bay's going to lose again. (laughs) Uh, And hey, it could
0: happen, man, any given Sunday, but yeah, I did four overrides last week, three out of them I got right, and so it was an aggressive week to override, I'm doing three this week, Uh, you know, and it's just the way it's going to be until I can work out some of these bugs in my model, but uh, that's okay, so... Let's move it on here, James, and let's do our question of the week. Uh, So I'm just going to ask you, you know, and I don't don't know how to really, like, word this necessarily, but I guess what I'm going to say is, are the Giants what we were expecting the Lions to be at this point of the season? Because it just feels to me like we got cheated being in year two Uh, I would have thought the Giants would have been a step behind us. You know, the Lions went into the season with a heck of a ton of momentum with their coach and everything like that. And I know it's not the first time for this team, but I I really thought that they were playing competitive even though they were losing. Uh, And then this past week was just an embarrassment. We've talked about it. It now has me second-guessing the coaching staff. It has me second-guessing all sorts of things. Uh, And the Giants are like the flip side of that where I didn't expect anything out of the Giants. I thought, hey, you're one of a major rebuild. Uh, they got to get their ducks in a row. And they come out of the gates freaking 4-1, playing their asses off for their coach. uh, But getting wins, man. I know it's kind of a strange question.
1: I would say no. I don't think... The Giants are as big of a surprise, okay. Because yeah, it's a new coaching staff and they're they're rebuilding, but they had talent there.
0: Yeah, I guess we kind of knew that if Saquon
1: got back to form, mm-hmm.
0: he's a game changer, and and he has been a game changer.
1: Yeah, they have they have talent, and they uh, you know, Daval's I think a phenomenal coach. Um, Am I second-guessing the coaching staff in Detroit? Going for it on fourth down. Every fucking time? Every fucking time you have the ball makes me wonder. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, too aggressive. Except for, except for in the game, in, was it the Seattle game where he didn't go for it on fourth down when he should have? Like, the one time he should have gone for it on fourth down, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. And every other time yeah. he shouldn't have, he did. So I don't and, and plus going into the week, everything coming out of that coaching staff was they were gonna be more conservative, less aggressive. And I know. what the fuck happened? Yeah. I just I
0: Uh you know, it, ugh, it almost reminds me it almost reminds me of like a few years back when Tomlin, even though they had Chris Boswell and great kicker, he just decided we're just gonna go for two every time. Every time we score we're gonna go for two. And that went on for like, I don't know, four or five weeks and eventually it it went against him enough that he had to go back to like a more traditional approach. And it's like it's almost like Dan Campbell's like dug in his heels so tight that he just has to like find a way to make it work now. And and I don't know that it's gonna work. So it sucks. It does. Uh, All right, well, that's all I got for Question of the Week, man. So, you know, anybody who's out there, you know, just, like, name that stadium. Hit us up. Let us know what you're seeing, what you're thinking about the Lions in comparison to the Giants, all that kind of jazz. Uh, And so, yeah, James, you know, any kind of closing thoughts for tonight, man?
1: No, I don't think so. Because If I start talking more, I'll just get more and more pissed off. All right,
0: well. Hey, for the sake of keeping the peace here, man, we'll cut it short. Uh, we'll not cut it short, but we'll cut it off. Uh, anybody who's watching, we hope you like the show. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up, a like, comments, all that stuff. We want to interact with you guys. We do this stuff every week. James, like always, man, it was fun. I'll catch you later. All right, sounds good. Have a good one. See ya. Gridiron Iron Grinder. Hut hut hike.